Hey, what is up, Hope community? We are having just a little bit of a technical difficulty this morning. Uh, phone just kind of wigged out, but that's all right. We are live, like in person live, right here with you right now. And so just want to invite you, uh, if you want, jump on with us. Uh, post uh, comments, questions, throw it all in there. Uh, we're all hanging out together today. It's I'm just so happy to see you all. Um, if it's your first time hanging with you, all, hanging with us, I want you to know uh, that one, that is my daughter peeking out the window. <laughs> Two, uh, you're welcome, uh, or uh, you're welcome here. I'm so glad um, that you chose today to hang out with us. Um, this is a safe place for you to ask questions, a safe place for you uh, just to search. Uh, maybe you felt like a nomad and, and spiritually looking and, and got questions. Maybe in some other places there were some things said, some things done, and you've been hurt by this system called the church. We want you to know that this is a place for you to hang, to, to ask your questions, or if you just want to chill and find some peace and relax, that's great too. We're glad you're here. Uh, those of you that hang with us all the time, hey, thanks for hanging with us. We're glad you're here too. Uh, you mean so much to us. And it has been uh, just an awesome journey this past year and a half, seeing all the things that you all are doing and connecting with. And our heart has always been, and it started long ago, um, you know, we wanted Hope Community and before Hope Community, you know, uh, we were Faith Joy Fellowship. Uh, our heart has always been one about family, about connecting, about always wanting a thing where we came together and it was almost like a, a living room atmosphere where we could all hang out. And even in the midst of the pandemic and then moving forward and how we felt like, you know, we wanted to move beyond just a central location and four walls, but we wanted to open up to uh, just being able to do this in folks' homes and hanging out. And opening this up for you as well to do hope community, right? Hope We made hope community a verb. It's where uh, you could do this wherever you're at. And uh, we're so excited to see what you guys have been doing and then seeing what you guys have been stepping into and, and being the real you. It's, it's just so awesome to see that take place. Um, we have been starting this thing, uh, opening up all of these... Uh, moments together with prayer and meditation and uh, really just taking time to breathe, breathe in and out. And you might, and some of you have, have kind of caught some of these. You may like, Mick, you talk a lot about like taking time to breathe and, and when you read scripture or when you uh, read devotions or when you read some of these prayers that you've been doing, you always say, breathe in, breathe out. Why do you do that? Well, one, you're a human being. Two, you are a part of life in the universe and everything breathes. And uh, it is scientifically proven that if you slow down and uh, they say take three deep breaths in and out, that it causes your system to slow down and you're able to make a better conscious decision. Uh, the crazy thing is, is if, if you read through scripture, you find that the creator of the universe is constantly telling us to stop, take a moment, and breathe. And so I'm trying to reintroduce this to you uh, because you consciously do it already. Um, but if we could, uh, or subconsciously do it already, but if you could consciously do it, I think that we can learn how to center ourselves more 
connect with uh, what God is wanting to do in our neighborhoods and in our lives, slow down and make better decisions. Isn't that? So I think that's a good thing. So that's why um, we do that. So guess what? We're going to do it again today. And I'm breaking out this awesome book. If you haven't snagged it yet, it's on Amazon. It's on Thrift Books. Uh, you can find it in a bunch of different other places, probably even eBay if you wanted to. Uh, it's Celtic Prayers from Iona by J. Philip Newell. It's a great, great just uh, prayer book to, to just use every single day. There's morning, afternoon, evening prayers in this. Uh, and i just been uh, taking some from, from different places on Sundays. Uh, but I'm, I'm just being honest with you. If, if, if you're looking for something to help you when you wake up in, in the morning, you grab your cup of joe and you're trying to uh, get to the get in the process of doing your day man i'm telling you this really helps all right so once again let's stop rest let's take in a deep breath today breathe out breathe in again breathe out let's read from psalm 139 today 17 and 18 how weighty to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I should ever count them, they are more than the sand. When I wake up, there you are with me. So let's just take a moment. Let's be still. Let's be aware of what's around us. It might be quiet where you're at right now. It might be noisy. Just take a moment, breathe in again, breathe out, and listen to these words. O God who brought me from the rest of last night to the new light of this day, bring me in the new light, bring me into this place, to the guiding light of the eternal. Lead me, O God, on the journey of justice. Guide me, O God, on the pathways of peace. Renew me by the wellspring of your grace, today, tonight, and forever. So let's just, just take a moment, let's, let's just reflect on the good news today. The good news that you are good. That's some good news, right? Just, just take a moment and, and meditate on that, ponder that. If you if you re, if there's anything within you that just rejects that because I just said that the good news is that you're good that the creator of the universe says you are good if there's rejection to that I just just stop breathe and uh, just just say that to yourself God says I'm good God loves me perfect love casts out all fear I have no fear in me anymore that tells me that I'm not good enough, that tells me that I am worthless. The creator of everything that's around me says I am worth it. I am good. So take that in. And if you're struggling with that still, guess what? Just, just go back and check out some of the past messages that we've had. You can find them on here on Facebook. You can also go on our webpage, wearehopecommunity.com, and dig into some of those messages, and, and it'll help you, and you'll see the scripture, and you'll see the places, uh, and it'll really open up your heart and mind to that. Um, 
just take a moment and reflect on that for a second. Let's pray. Breathe in. Breathe out. Let's pray for our neighborhood today. May those without shelter be under your guarding this day, O Christ. May the wandering find places of welcome. May those in tears and wounds, those with piercings, may they cross over to you this day. Let you find, or let them find shielding. Let them find covering. We thank you for those that are refugees. We thank you for those who are wanderers. We thank you for those that are seeking and searching. We thank you that you're open to be found. Amen. Good stuff. Once again, Celtic Press for Iona. I encourage you to grab that if you haven't. Uh, a couple other stuff, because some folks have been asking me, like, Mick, what have you been reading? What have you been digging into? What are some things that have really helped you through this season? And uh, let me just throw some stuff at you. I'm just going to give you two examples, all right? One is this book. Uh, by Mary Oliver called Devotions. Uh, Lindsay and I finally got it. We finally broke down and just ordered it because I had gotten it from the library <laughs> so much and even borrowed it on a couple apps on my phone to read it. Uh, but it's, it, it, it's just a book of poetry. Um, and uh, I've heard some other people talk about it. But honestly, the depth of truth that's in this and just speaking to the human condition and connecting uh, uh, with creation and finding love and finding the creator in all of this and seeing your neighbors and loving them. It, uh, the poetry in this is just so beautiful and it's become, it has become a devotional uh, for Lindsay and I. You can already see that I've got tabs in here. Um, but a lot of times you'll see me post some of her stuff on our Instagram posts or some things, or even I've read some of these for our devotion times together. Uh, but man, this is so good. Uh, you, a lot of people ask me, what theologian are you reading? Mary Oliver, that's the theologian I'm reading because I have come to find out that the greatest theology is love, because love alone is credible. All other stuff is just garbage. So check out Mary Oliver. Another one, and you <laughs> You see me with this all the time. There, there is two. If, if you want to know what Bible translations I read, I read uh, a New New Testament. Uh, it's the Open English Translation. I dig this all the time. I read it all the time. It is so good. Um, there's not only the traditional, uh, I don't even want to use this word, canon, so to speak, um, but there's also a ton of other books that were written around the same time as everything else. There's also some books in here that were written even before the Gospels uh, that have Gospel content, good news, like the Gospel of Mary, which is an awesome book. And I don't know why I'm whispering it. The Gospel of Mary is awesome. You should get a copy of it and read it. Uh, but it is in that uh, that little New, New Testament there. It's good. And I also dig the Mirror Translation uh, by Francois Dutois. Um, he's still working on the New Testament. There's great stuff. I'm actually going to use this today. Um, but that's another thing that I would recommend. If you are in this place where you're wanting to just come out from under maybe some of the stuff that you've been raised in, uh, 
come out of, uh, maybe you're, the term is deconstructing, whatever, uh, and there's a lot of maybe some questioning and some hurt, and you're just trying to find you, I really truly suggest you digging in here because it's going to open up love to you more. Uh, it's where you can really, really, really uh, start, uh, start awakening to what's uh, happening around you. Um, so, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about some really awesome stuff. Uh, we talked about um, perfect love, casting out all fear. Uh, that sometimes uh, in our life, we tend to uh, be very afraid of looking inwardly and finding those dark places, those places that uh, uh, have been clinging and holding on to us, that that those the shame and the pain and the hurt and all that and uh there's some fear there into looking in and seeing those things and how perfect love casts out the fear of looking inwardly and uh taking root and and finding places of uh just loving yourself loving who you are discovering uh, newness so you're able to find healing in those places and we talked even about uh, the the passages in the manifestos of Jesus uh, ooh, the Sermon on the Mount by the way uh, where he talked about uh, judge not lest you be judged and how um, you should pull the plank from your own eye before you put pick at the speck in your brother's eye or your sister's eye and we talked about how you know people preach on that all the time and and we and it's kind of like maybe they don't really know what that passage is talking about it's it's really talking about inward reflection and since we have perfect love and there's no fear then we're able able to go in and reflect on the inside and see and we also talked about how you know the scripture right after that talks about not storing up for yourself treasures uh that can be molded and rusted but to store up treasures in heaven and how that wasn't talking about physical thing physical things but actually talking about things on the inside of us and that there's what I call dark treasure and that's those things like shame and pain and hurt maybe even false theology that puts you in a position of hating and hurting other people and all this stuff all of that is dark treasure that's eventually going to cause you pain and other pain others pain and that's not what we should be storing up and so we have uh, the the gumption in us to to find those places and 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 fix them right find hope and healing for those things um even the stuff that's been done to us uh that we didn't do there there's things there's treasures that we've dark treasure that we've hold on to us that was given to us um pain and shame that we didn't cause ourselves but has been given to us and and they've somehow latched on there and we've we've covered them up and uh, through storing up good treasure, love, and finding your real self and taking care of yourself, those things will begin to replace those dark places. And so this week I was reading Second uh, Peter and was looking over through some of these awesome, awesome scriptures. And I just want to read a few of them to you in the... Uh, mirror translation so we can kind of see this concept of of just taking time to reflect and look inwardly and I, some of these terms are might 
scare you a little bit. Hopefully they don't. But um, being uh, taking time to, to practice mindfulness, taking time to meditate, taking time to stop and just pray. Not prayer for asking for a bunch of stuff or 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 yelling and screaming or all that stuff. But but what real prayer is just stopping being mindful meditating connecting with the creator of the universe and seeing who you really are and out of that seeing who you really are being able to love yourself growing in love for the the creator of all this and everything that's around us opens us up to love our neighborhoods and see them the way the creator does the way the creator sees you and so I was just I was totally digging this this passage it says in verse 2 of 2 Peter chapter 1, it says, God's desire is that we may now increasingly be overwhelmed with grace as his divine influence with us and become fully acquainted with the awareness of our oneness. The way he has always known us is realized in Jesus. This is so good. So um, in taking time to think about this and reflect, Peter's saying, listen, be overwhelmed with his grace. Be overwhelmed with this divine influence from the creator and uh, that's coming out of us so we can see who we really are, that we are at one. We're not separated, we're not far off, but we are at one. Verse three says, by his divine engineering, God gifted us with all that it takes to live life to the full. We are well, where our ordinary day today lives mirror our devotion and and romance with the creator. God's intimate knowledge of us introduces us to ourselves again and elevates us to a position where God's original intention is clearly perceived. We have the ability to elevate ourselves to see who we really are. And a lot of you have been stepping into that. You've been walking away from toxic theology that have told you that um, that's not who you really are, that you can't be that way, that you weren't born that way, and all this other garbage that's been said to you, you've been awakening to true theology, to love, finding out who you really are, and you're uh, seeing this fullness and, and that your ordinary day-to-day -day life lives begin to mirror that love. Verse 4 says, this is exactly what God has always had in mind. Who would have thunk? Is that even a word, thunk? Probably not. Who would have thunk it? We'll just go with it. That this is what God always had in mind. Every one of God's abundant and prom priceless promises pointed to our restored participation in our created origin. This is God's gift to us. In this fellowship, we have escaped the distorted influence of the cosmic corrupted virus of greed, right? We've been restored from that corruption, that religious greed that robs us of our true identity of who we really are. We've been rebooted to fully participate in the life of our true design. All right, I'm, I got one more, maybe have one more passage. 
one more. Verse 5. Now, in the light of everything that's been presented to us, this is what Peter says. He's, he, after, after what I just said, check this out. He says, the stage is set to display life's excellent. Explore the adventure of faith. I'm going to read that to you again. Now that you know this, now in the light of what we are gifted with in Christ, now that we understand for us to be us, that to be who we've been created to be, to live life, to live a life of love, because we were created from that love. Listen, the stage is set to display fullness of life and to explore the adventure of faith. How many times have you been told? If you, I listen, I'm 46 years old. I have grown up in the church. I'm a preacher's kid. I'm the grandson of of parent of grandparents who who worked in the church, did ministry in the church. I'm a great grandson of a pastor. I'm a great great grandson of of, of pastors and missionaries and all this other stuff. I've grown up in this. Okay, um, I've grown up in this. Um, I've lived this. <laughs> And for the majority of my life, I was told, you're not allowed to explore. And deep-seated on the inside of me has always been this thirst and this hunger for adventure. I love the Star Wars movies growing up. I loved Indiana Jones to the point that I wanted to be an archaeologist. And I wanted to study history. And I wanted to do all these things. I wanted to go on adventures. I wanted to do all this stuff. And especially when it came to uh, my faith. I wanted to dig deeper. I wanted to go further. I wanted to study and look and see all different aspects and all different points of view and all this all this other stuff. Uh, I wanted to look at different translations and I'll never forget um, my grandmother bought me a new King James Bible and I was so excited because I could understand it way easier than a King James Bible because my little eight-year-old mind reading these passages is like I want to go further, but I have to constantly look up what these words mean in the dictionary. And I'll never forget, she was so excited. She bought me this. I still have it. It's a, It was a student Bible, uh, New King James Version. Uh, and it had uh, pictures all the way through it and definitions for words and all this stuff. I was so excited. And I remember that summer, uh, I stayed with them for a month and I, and I read all the book of Daniel and I dug it and I was trying to find all this stuff and uh, they had a Haley's Bible commentary at the house and I would be digging into it and I was like so excited I was like I can't wait to get back home and uh, go to Sunday school and read this Bible and all this stuff and and you know my my dad was super excited that I was kind of digging into all this stuff and I get into Sunday school and it comes my turn to talk and I'm told I'm not allowed to read from it because it was not the Bible you know because it wasn't King James so I was told over and over again not to explore and have adventures in my faith. And that's not the intention of the creator of all things. And I love this. Why I love this passage of scripture because he's because Peter's reminding us, hey, listen, know who you are, live that life of love, and explore and have adventures. Open yourself up. 
Open yourself up. And then he gives this illustration. He says, imagine the extreme dedication and focus of a conductor of music and how he would diligently equate himself with every individual voice in the choir as well as the contribution of every specific instrument to follow the precise sound represented in every single note in order to give maximum credit to the original composition. That is exactly what it means to exhibit our character. You are the choir conductor of your own life. So familiarize yourself with every ingredient that begins to unfold. See there how, you ele how elevated you actually are? And from within this position, from in this enlightened perspective, all will dawn within you. That's a deep passage right there. Listen. Peter's saying, listen, you're like a choir conductor. And before you set your life, and you can find things that can uh, uh, add harmony and melody and beautiful expressions, or you can continue to allow something that's out of key, that doesn't go along with what's happening within you, what's going on around you. Uh, you can continue to allow something that wants to be out of sync with what you're trying to produce, and you can focus in and take care of it. You can, uh, as we uh, talked about from the Sermon on the Mount, that passage about uh, storing up treasures in heaven or on earth, or storing up good treasure or dark treasure. Right? You continue. You can continue to allow that dark treasure that's out of sync, that's in your life, to continue to go on and on and on and on, and sing out of key and out of tune and all that. And deal and have to deal with it day in and day out or you can start focusing in on the things that bring harmony to who you really are right the good and allow that to begin to to overcome and overwhelm the dark stuff until it eventually fades away now listen that that's not easy to do it's hard i get it and sometimes you might need more than just, hey, listening to this, this thing that I'm talking about today. Sometimes you might need to go talk to somebody, a professional, a therapist, or a counselor to talk about some of those deep things that have hurt us, that have brought shame, that have, you know, others may have even brought into the picture, that caused the course of your life to be out of sync and, and not harmonizing. And you might need to talk to someone. You might even not, might have to get prescribed something. And can I tell you something? That is okay. And that is part of the healing process that the creator has put into emotion since the beginning of time. Counseling, medication, all of that. Science, science is good. It's not bad. And so sometimes you need someone to talk to. Sometimes you need someone to walk through this with you. Someone uh, that is a professional, a doctor, a counselor a therapist and so in dealing with some of those things that that make things kind of out of sync out of harmony and I want you to know that hope community how we feel is is that that's a part of the beautiful creation that God put together doctors therapists counselors they're ministers too they're ministers to the mind and the heart we're going to post some links here in a little bit that you can connect with some of those places. Um, we actually had uh, a group who had tuned in a couple times and they were like, 
could you please add our um, our uh, place on there too and they and they help out with um, they help out with marriage counseling and abuse and also addictions and things like that so you'll see that added to the list we're super proud to do that so excited uh, to offer that as well uh, you'll see that in the listing as well um, but we just want you to know that Love, number one, is real. And it does conquer fear. And the best place to start when it comes to love is loving yourself. And I promise you, as you learn to love who you really are, and you have empathy and compassion for yourself, that will grow in you to where you can actually have empathy and compassion with those around you. Um, you were probably told like me a lot. I was told by Sunday school teachers, my, my parents never told me this, and I don't know why I didn't listen to my parents more. <laughs> but I was told over and over again by Sunday school teachers, camp counselors, uh, youth pastors, all that, that you shouldn't love yourself, you should deny yourself. Deny yourself. And Jesus said, what? He said to uh, love God and love your neighbor as yourself, right? Well, you can't love your neighbor if you don't first love yourself. And you learn to love yourself through perfect love, through knowing that you are loved by the creator of everything. You are loved. You are good. And once, you, once that fear is gone, then you can begin to truly take compassion on yourself and take care of those things that need to get taken care of. And then from that position and from that spot, you can see and love others. This is how this works. And part of learning to love yourself might be going and meeting with somebody, having a conversation with a therapist or counselor. It's okay to do that. All right? So, quick recap. Quick recap. Uh, go and check out the first chapter of Second Peter. Uh, from the mirror translation I think is a really really good uh, place to to dig in there you can go online just look up type in mirror word translation and it should bring it up if you're on Facebook uh, just look up mirror word and it'll take you to the Facebook page and uh, you can download the app and and uh, begin digging into some of that but second Peter chapter 2 uh, is really really good and I think it'll help uh, you help you realize that you have permission you have permission to conduct the choir of your life and go on an adventure to explore all right so we're gonna close with this oh Lord let my soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to you. Glory to God. Glory to the Spirit. Glory to the Son. As it was in the beginning, it is now and will be forever. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy. Let us shout to the rock of our salvation. 
surely, surely, <laughs> God is in this place. I did not know it. We'll say that again. Surely, God is in this place. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Now our feet are standing within your gates. The gates that is at unity with itself. To which the tribes of the world go up. The tribes of the Lord. The assembly to praise the name of the Lord. For there are the thrones of love. Surely God is in this place. And I did not. So I just want you to take a deep breath. Breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. Breathe out. Last time. Breathe in. Breathe out. Surely, God is in this place, even if I didn't know it. God is in. Look at me. This place, this place, God is in you, even if you didn't know it. Man, what a way to close things out. Thank you guys for hanging with us. Uh, we're going to be talking more about mindfulness and meditation. Uh, if you go and look on our website, wearehopecommunity.com, and check out the blogs, you'll find, uh, I think it's called 31 Prompts uh, for Prayer. If you go in there, there's 31, uh, you take 31 days and answer these questions in a journal. And uh, it will, uh, we talk about those dark places, those dark treasures. Well, these, this is going to help you uh, just uh, put your choir back in sync, so to speak. Put it back into harmony. Find those places where uh, there's a disconnect and there's, there's hurt and there's pain. And, and it asks some pretty deep questions. Uh, but go back through there, find that. Uh, we're actually looking to put uh, those uh, 31 prompts and a few other things in a hard, like a, like a book uh, that you can get. We're working on that uh, at this time. Uh, we just got an introduction to write and uh, we'll be uh, ready to roll with those. Uh, and I'll let you know when that happens. Um, but uh, you can find that on our, on our website. You can also, if you would like to give in to what we're doing here. Uh, you can go to wearehopecommunity.com, scroll down a little bit. There is a green button that says give. Uh, you can give into what we're doing uh, and help us take this message of hope as far as we can. All right. Uh, we'll post those links. If you need some extra help, need to talk to somebody, we'll post those in the comments here in a few. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We love you and we will see you this coming week. All right.